Hi, I'm Daniel Patterson, and you're listening to Gut Talks, double G, U, double T. The thing is, you touched on many things and we were moving from place to another. So I was just taking a few notes because you touched, I'm just going to take a minute or so just to go through them, because I think it's essential when you were giving the example of, you know, the military strategist and so on. I did a video on YouTube a few months ago talking about strategy and football because, you know, it's kind of not like military, but mm. same logic, same concept of strategy. But again, me attempting doing YouTube videos, talking to no one is a bit difficult, but it's out there anyway. So I'm just more comfortable when there's someone I'm talking to, then I can feel that I'm not fluffing. But the other part is there's a book called uh, Good Strategy, Bad Strategy, where there is an example. I'm going to be putting the links in the description. There's an example about this whole military strategy approach. The boats were burned. Mm. And this goes back to, I don't want to say too much because I think people should read the book who are interested <laughs> in it. So I just don't want to give away too much. But the idea is just to, you know, some things and the context around can change people's behaviors and mindsets going back to what you're saying. And I do lots of facilitation work and it's all about taking things in a crescendo, you know, going from yeah. like one stage to another to get people ready, comfortable with mm. each other to move forward. Yeah, otherwise, momentum. yeah, otherwise it doesn't work. It's not about, you know, doing a, conducting a session or a workshop or a series of workshops, like, you know, even part of a project. If this connection, I'm not going to say intimacy at this stage, but kind of will be achieved where, you know, there's openness all around taking and giving and so on. So these are things that I just wanted to highlight. And the other one is, I like the fact that you gave an example of what happened with one of your uh, clients. Maybe is there something else, which is, let's say, going through a branding master plan and then having, you know, a deliverable done where you felt that, okay, this whole work you put into building the branding master plan is paying off. Yeah, yeah, sure. The process of the branding master plan then, the result result in the deliverable of, of that process and that workshop should be actually because it's built into it. So you'll have like a 30 or 40 page strategic documentation that really is extremely insightful to who you are, who your target customers are, who your competition is, where you're going. All of this information pieces together to create a, a personality profile for your, for your brand. And we do an audit as part of that against your current, particularly your current communication assets. So likes of your tone of voice or your brand identity or your messaging or even your product line or your staff, as we used earlier on, that didn't quite align. So we take an audit and of what's going on and then we ship. This is the self-paced one, right? Well, well, this is the thing though, because if you were to work with us on a one-to-one -one basis, we will mm -hmm. work with you and hold your hand and, and we'll mm -hmm. host workshops. You know, if you're in the UK, we like to do that in, in person. Yeah. Um, but if you're outside of the UK, we can do that over Zoom, video conferencing, and we, we go through it, um, go through it that way. So we've got this documentation that sets the boundaries for the execution that might happen next. You know, there's an example of a business in the tech space. And in fact, we're working with another one now that I can't speak too much on at the moment because it's not public yet. But this particular business in the tech space, you know, after doing the audit, after doing the strategic, I'm stuck on it. I'm going to stop <laughs> saying strategy through the branding master plan framework and the documentation that was produced. You know, the audit that came as a result of that was, okay, if we want to reach these people, this particular audit, 
audience if we want to be distinct from a competition and if we want to try and find space where we can build credibility then this is what we can talk about trying to do and so part of the execution on the next stage of our branding master plan would be okay actually delivering the creative work which in that particular case was a name change for the brand actually it was an adaptation of the name even the legal structure of the business changed we created a new and developed really a refresh of their brand identity so that would actually appeal to their target audience and position them better within that space so that they could be seen and their customers and clients can easily relate to it and I mean we did we created a lot of design work as well so things from like vehicle decals to uniforms to redeveloping and designing an entire new website you know to building digital and traditional marketing campaigns and referral schemes and all sorts of things there was a lot of execution that happened as a result of that and that's not necessarily normal it's simply through the strategic process of the branding master plan we realized in order to have a fighting chance of being a market leader that we had to reposition really significantly within the space because where they were trying to compete in with the products that they were trying to compete with was extremely similar to almost everybody else and they were more expensive that so they were going to be on the lower list of choice for customers and clients if they were to just advertise and try to get known so we positioned and by the time we started doing our digital marketing campaigns as a result of all of what had happened up to that point all the redesign of and design and relaunch of business and brand we were you know we were getting highly qualified leads coming in for six pounds per lead you know and multiple leads per day for a small business I mean in that particular space in the tech space and particularly the type of tech that they were working with was highly unusual to Mm -hmm. have such highly qualified leads come in for such a low price and they could retain these clients typically for you know three years so the lifetime value of the clients that are coming in were like a thousand times the price of acquisition you know as a result of careful planning careful maneuvering a lot of experience you know going into that process but we followed the exact suit of the branding master plan and then went on to the creative phase and saw you know a highly successful result that's quite recent um that particular example and it's in the tech space as well so it's absolutely achievable you know and actually off the back of that the company that i said we can't really talk about it's also in the tech space and it's um you know they're looking to be a global leader in the tech mm-hmm. space and mm-hmm. so it's going to take a bit of time to to maneuver through this but careful planning a good framework a good person or people to come alongside you and guide you like maria and our team at highly i would hope we might include in that you know should bring you a much lower risk in terms of developing highly successful outcome yeah cool so yeah i just wanted to mention that so the branding master plan can be self-based so someone else can take on and do all the design creative work marketing work your agency like highly does this because you've seen both examples i guess some that were self-based and then went off and did you know hired a designer to design their logo and their marketing campaigns and all their visuals and so on or they come to you after the branding master plan or do it with you It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. This is the end of this episode of this segment with Daniel Patterson. Thanks for listening and watch out for the next one.